Kevin. I'm Ann. Ann, how are you today? I'm well rested, Kevin. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to uh, talk about uh, Thursday's meeting, um, what can only be described as must-see TV. And I would suggest that people <laughs> tune in because we will not be able to do it justice. Yeah, and I'll put the link in the notes if, if you want to view it, and I, I recommend you view it. Yeah. Um, it's more entertaining than you, you think it might be. I don't think we can read the quotes for these ones as much as, it, it's it's just, it's it's much more important that you hear from your elected officials. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we can't do justice. We can't do it justice. Yeah. Um, so... Um, to start with, it it kicked it off strange. Kicked off kind of strange. It yeah. went right to Councillor Palmucci for an opening kind of yeah. statement. So, so just to ground everybody, normally our council meetings start off with like the chair of the whoever's chairing the meeting will kind of open it up, and there's because it's virtual, we have to read in all these extra things, and then normally we do a roll call. But that night we read in the extra things. Um, Councillor McCarthy read in the extra things, and then he went right to Councillor Pelmucci, which yep. then, you know, he opened it up with, uh, you know, I'd like to make an amendment to the $23 million for land acquisition for Quincy College. To, to remove the language yeah, to, of Quincy College, so it's strictly just a... It's land acquisition. Land acquisition. You know, and, and, you know, his, for no reason. For no reason. His, his opinion was like, let the administration figure out what they're going to need it for, and if they don't need it, you know, down the road we could sell it, um, or they maybe they need it for something else. But Because we, they, they've proven that they can buy land and sell and get... No, yeah. no, no, they no, no, I don't think they have. Um, I don't think that was Councilor Mucci saying it. I no, do, I but, I, but I have said that. You know, we have bought things and um, in the past, you know, and you know, we buy them with the premise that we have to buy it now, and then um, we don't do anything. St. Mary's, um, St. Mary's School would be one of those that's going to be an elementary school at some point. But right now, yeah. it's just a building that that we've never used. So we're going to buy that. The whole point of Brian Pelmucci's, um motion was to, um, or his 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 intention was that we would change it and take the language out. And then um, it got second. It got a, there was a motion for it. it got seconded by Councillor Harris. Yep. Don't need a second. And Don't then second. Um, then Councillor McCarthy realized he didn't call the roll call. So yep. now we're backwards now. And then we call the roll call, and um, the clerk was basically having to ground everybody, saying we're just taking a roll call. This isn't for a vote because there was a motion to. They're already in a meeting, um, yeah. and there's a motion. So. So from there, it got a little, you know, we did our roll call and we went right back into the... And I think people sensed something was up and uh, Councillor Kane uh, spoke up and... Um, yeah. Well, it, I don't know if Councillor Kane thought something was up, but he was just... It was well, awkward. yeah. He, he, he immediately, he, he was not in agreement with it. So, right. And you know, he, yeah, because it didn't make sense to him, yeah. uh, this new proposal to to buy a building for no reason. Right. Yeah. And he, he was pretty. We're not you know, just here to buy buildings. Yeah. He was, Councilor Kane was very articulate and he was, um, he was, I, I absolutely agreed with him. And I was, you know, I sat on my edge of my chair. So definitely watch this because he made a lot of good points, but then he got pushed back by the, you know, the facilitator, the chair of the finance committee, which is Councilor McCarthy. He's to facilitate the meeting and he yeah. was taking, he didn't really like what Councilor Kane was saying. So. Right. Well, the amendment was to take out Quincy College, but McCar Councilor McCarthy kept reintroducing the college and yeah. saying things uh, like, um, if you told your parent, if your parents told you you were going to uh, Quincy College at the bargain center, um, they wouldn't let you, you wouldn't go. <laughs> Which the bargain center hasn't been there for I don't know how yeah. long. I don't even know if Councillor Kane ever was in the bargain he's, center. He's younger. Yeah. Um, and, and the and thing is, is that everybody that's going to Quincy College doesn't know what the bargain. No center, idea what the they would not know what the bargain. Center is. And you, it just is such a strange little thing. And so. Although I never went to the bargain center, I've seen photos. <laughs> uh, 
Presence place doesn't look like the bargain center. No, so it was just an intro. The, the whole conversation back and forth was strange. And, you know, the, the motion was to take Quincy College out of it. But then Councilor McCarthy kept saying to Councilor Kane that we all know that that's where the building's going to go and, you know, things things of that nature. And I might be taking it out of context, Kevin, yeah. but it's just the point was that the conversation was very awkward. And, you know, and Councilor Kane's um, basically saying that he didn't understand why we were doing that and what the benefit was because right. we're not here for hopes and dreams. You yeah. know? <laughs> we're here for a strategy and there's no strategy with just buying a building. So we're right. not here to buy buildings. That's what he was suggesting. Right. And then it went to you and, mm-hmm. uh, you said something, uh, there's something more to this. Yeah. Well, I do think there's, personally, this is why, it, I don't know if this is this is just my view, not my my fellow right. colleague's view, but it seems like since the start, this, this appropriation came in, I asked at the time that it came in before the council, before it went to finance, to push it back to the administration, because it was a, it was a, it was an appropriation to buy land for Quincy College, and it didn't have City Hall in it, so I questioned yeah. that from the beginning, and now we have a motion to take Quincy College out of it completely, and <laughs> to me, that just tells me that my suspicions were correct. We want a building for City Hall. And once you buy that land, this is my problem with this motion. Once you bought, once you say yes to buying the land, the the city will be able to do whatever they want with it. So that 15-story, 16-story building is coming, whether we call it Quincy College or not. So, you know, slow the train down. We have to get back to the business. And basically, I said, I'm not here. To to buy him his next dream. I'm not here to buy him any more dreams. Yeah. Well, I've never wanted to buy dreams. for. I'm here here for the taxpayers of the city of Quincy and strategizing for what the right direction Mm -hmm. for Quincy is. And it shouldn't be for the dreams of of any one administration. It should be for the benefit of the future of our city. I think Councilor... Phelan uh, thought it was slightly bizarre too. So then it went to a, a vote. It did. It went to a vote and it didn't pass. <laughs> right. Uh, I can tell you who. Yeah. Uh, Councilor Andronico was a no. Councilor Kane was a no. Councilor DeBona was present. Uh, he voted present. Councilor Harris, uh, yes. Um, you were a no. Palmucci was yes. Um, Councilor Finn was no, and Councilor McCarthy was yes, so it lost four to three. Yep. So, so we're not going to be changing that. We went right, right back into the business of twenty-three million dollars for the acquisition of Quincy College. So then, land, land acquisition. Councilor McCarthy put it back to the original request for discussion, and it fell flat. <laughs> it fell flat for a little while, and then you 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 spoke up. I yeah. Think- well, yeah, I, I spoke up only because it was very, again, it was awkward because I think we all were like, you know, we got all of this information, a giant package. We all got the same package. Um, but at the end of the day, we all were, we're all got, we all went through the package that we received and I went through it as well. And I asked, I asked President um, DeCristofaro again about enrollment. And one of the, one of the pieces of paper that I got kind of explained the enrollment perfectly for me because you can see the nursing program fall off. And then we and you got him to admit that enrollment's still declining. It's, it's, it's not just that it's declining. We've never gotten back to pre the pre-nursing program. So to pretend like in the last in the pandemic, you know, minus six, we were really at minus three. That's not it's disingenuous because really we have to get back to where the nursing program was, you know, prior to anything happening. So we have a long way to go at Quincy College. And I said that, like, you know, I'm not here to I just think we're premature in talking about acquisitions and building buildings that the Quincy College has a lot of work to do. And we should take a giant step backwards and they should focus on what their needs are and figure out what the next directions are. Maybe the state is the right right answer, but they don't have any answers right now. Right. And then you brought up a study that the city had commissioned, $52,000 mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know it was $52,000 uh, that the city commissioned. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. But it, I brought up the, there was a, there was um, in almost every newspaper article um, in the, in the mayor's speeches, speeches podcasts, podcasts. Yeah. 
Um, the, there's a $50 million, um, you know, economic impact that Quincy College brings to the city of Quincy. That's what and that the mayor's was, saying. The mayor has been saying. Direct. It's, yep, direct, a direct impact to the city of Quincy. And I wanted to see that study. I wanted to know where, they, where are you getting the study, where are you getting the numbers, and what exactly is going on here? Yeah, one of the things Mayor Koch said uh, in his May 7th podcast um, – I'll skip. I'll just paraphrase the first part. We had we had done a study of Dr. Goodman out of VMass Dartmouth, one of the great analysts. He's remarkable, um, and we wanted a study on what the value of the college is to the city and the downtown. That's a quote. Mm-hmm. And then the college is pretty amazing. You know, hundreds of employees, students pumping value in the downtown. Uh, shopping here, eating here, living here. Um, and then he said, I believe the number was somewhere to 40 to $50 million in value to the economy of Quincy by having the college here. And then um, when you went through one of the reports you got, you had that report. I had it. <laughs> um, and, they, and they supplied it a draft, mm-hmm. right? But then they defined the economic contribution uh, region as, and here it is, for the purpose of economic contribution analysis, the Quincy College Service Region is defined as Norfolk, Plymouth, and Suffolk counties, which is quite different than yeah. downtown or Quincy. Quincy. Yeah, so so it was um, Mr. Mason and myself, he's the chief financial officer, and I went back and forth and, you know, I said, I thought, you know, did Quincy College, did Quincy College pay for the study? No, no, the city of Quincy did. So the city of Quincy in 2019 went out and um, had this had this economic study done and it's for the region and we paid $52,000 for it for a $50 million return is what mm-hmm. I was calling it. And it's disingenuous to suggest that $50 million is coming into the city of Quincy. And Mr. Mason and I went back and forth on this, but the fact of the matter is, is that we do not have enough burgers or pizza in the city of Quincy for these students to purchase to come into $50 million. And the, the area in which people are spending their money was from you know Boston all the way down to Cape Cod and as far out as, um, you know, Medfield. I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty far. Medfield's Norfolk County. Yeah, I'm just saying um, it's going pretty far. So we have a pretty big region and there's a lot of places to spend your money. And I see many people in Quincy and many different places spending their money, but not in Quincy. So because we don't have the short, the stops, the short, the, 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 the shops or the places to do it, Kevin. So I basically called it propaganda because that's what I felt like it was. And, you know, it's not right. It's disingenuous, totally disingenuous. Yep. And it was done in 2019 and we paid for it. And it was before, you know, we knew what they were studying. We, okay. And then from there, it went to Councilor Kane, none of none of the decisions have anything to do with uh, college governance, and he didn't want to waste any more time. And he moved the vote. Yep, and he moved to vote, which didn't seem to please <laughs> Councilor McCarthy at all. Definitely um, made for TV. <laughs> you got to see it. Yeah, <laughs> it went um, back and forth for for quite some time. Yeah, and some. So um, I think Councilor McCarthy was kind of stalling, didn't want to go to a vote, and so finally some other councilors spoke up. Uh, Councilor Phelan, not prepared to vote uh, at this time, thought it would be Monday. Uh, Palmucci's not done thinking about it. Um, and then Councilor Liang showed up. Because mm-hmm. um, she was at a work, she, just to be fair, she couldn't make it right. early because she was at a work event. And she she tuned in, she tuned into the meeting a little bit later than everybody else. So I'm thinking she missed most of this stuff. But she came with her, you know, she was well, well prepared for the meeting. Yep. And, and she said, um, $23 million doesn't end at $23 million. There's a, there's a caveat that mm-hmm. there's, there's more money at the back end. Um, 
And she looks at it through a financial lens. And through that lens, it just doesn't make sense. It's not worth the risk. Mm-mm. She's looking at it from the perspective of, of her industry when she in the restaurant industry. And she was like, I couldn't, if I wanted to go in and, and build out a new restaurant, they would be looking for, you know, when when's your break even? And there is no break even. When, when are they going to start bringing in those students to make me feel a little bit more confident about what's happening? The numbers were just not there for her. Right. So she was definitely did her homework and um and they you know it went it's still it's still we still have the motion on the table and mr mccarthy doesn't want us to vote she was she basically said she was ready to vote she did she said there's nothing you could give me in three four days to, well, to over the weekend really yeah. you know we're gonna have a meeting on monday and you know what realistically are you gonna are you gonna do to change the fact yeah. that we can't other than pressure people right but, um and then um counselor kane uh sense that you know Mm-hmm. It was going in a maybe a. It's just, it was just going in a circle. So. Yeah. So he 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 spoke up to. Uh, we don't take votes to have votes. We take votes. Um, and then he he wanted to um, move the vote. move the motion to say yes or no mm-hmm. and improve the money. And and Councillor McCarthy, as chair, he said, "I'm not going to entertain this motion, <laughs> which we can't do it justice, but you'll have to watch it." Um, so yeah. So in the in the end, there was a we did have a vote about a vote. And unfortunately, we were not able to vote on it because um, several of the counselors felt like they couldn't, they weren't there yet. Right. Yeah. Councillor Andronico uh, had told his constituents that there would be no vote, so he wasn't comfortable doing it. And mm-hmm. Councillor DeBona um, still undecided. Um, it sounds like he would have gone for the land deal. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I don't know, but, but he wants to put it he wants the land deal to go through and then put it out to the general public in a general election for us to decide what to do with <laughs> yeah. the building. Yeah. And that's not really what we're there to do. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, so there were people struggling. I think that the problem is, is that there are people who definitely have, they, they, we've done our homework, we know where we stand and we're ready to vote. And then there are people who I believe because, you know, it's rather than focusing on what the problem is, black and white, they're personalizing it. And they know, like, they know, they know people and they, meaning in the administration and, and both. Quincy College. They just know people. They don't want to disappoint people. And we're not here to worry about if we're disappointing people. We're here to do a job for the taxpayers of the city of Quincy. Right. And um, you had written an editorial. Mm-hmm. Uh, well done, by the way. Um, and <laughs> Did you read it? I, I read it a few times. <laughs> but I will leave you with the, the, the ending here just to remind everybody. And I'd like to thank the people at home. Um, it's got shared quite a few times on, on social media with a lot of commentary going back and forth. And a yeah. lot of people saying they were calling their counselors yep. to let them know. We have um, an actively engaged group of yeah. people right now. And that's great for all of the counselors because we we can do a better job when we know where people feel. What, right. That's what our job is, to yeah. represent you. And with over 80% of Quincy College enrollment coming from the outside of Quincy, the increasing cost of educating them should be shared throughout the state and not borne solely by the Quincy taxpayers. And that's what it boils down to. It does. I think Quincy College, again, it will be stronger if, it, we, if we take that step back and they actually do the homework that they need to do. So. And they... They, you know, go to the state, petition the state. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm actually excited for the future of Quincy College because we're not. I, we're, I hope we're going to make the right decision on Monday night. <laughs> right. So it will, make, it will make Quincy College stronger because they'll have to do some do some of the hard work. So we should probably move on to our next subject. Absolutely. Because that's coming up tomorrow mon- Monday, Monday night. night. So yeah. So Monday night we have a council meeting, a regular council meeting, but we're um, and we're going to be talking about the um, 2022 budget. So state this that that will be a, an interesting night too. But we're also going to have on the agenda is the 
um, the CPA uh, recommendations. So the CPA is the Community Preservation Act, and they have a committee that um, they review and they approve certain allocations for certain projects. And one of them is going to be for um, $9 million for um, the Adams Academy and two properties next to the Adams Academy because the administration would like to see a presidential John Adams Library created. Um, and that's coming before us on Monday night. So it's been approved from the um, the CPA committee and it's coming before us on um, Monday night. Typically what happens is these things come before us and it's a, everybody just says yes because it's already been approved. This one I'm concerned with. This the, is another land deal. It's another land deal. And um, the idea of doing a presidential library and there's a, a bit of a, um, you know, the, the, the whole idea behind it, the premise is, is that Quincy owns these um, John Adams books, a collection of books that he he collected it during his travels and during his, his life. And um, they right now reside at the Boston Public Library, but Quincy thinks they're theirs and they would like to get them back for this library because it will generate this great interest and people will come from all over the world to see these books. That's, right. the, that's the theory. And there had been no, uh, I know um, the mayor mentioned in a podcast that he had got a letter recently yeah. recently like like last week i think yeah and i um it seemed to be that he thinks it's going to end in a, a court yes <laughs> well we were in court with the temple fund about the Adams building which we lost because we were in court saying that you know the the Adams building is ours they went to court they lost the Adams building is not the city of quincy so now we have to purchase the Adams building and now we're also going to go to court with boston public library about the Adams collection um, of books because the Boston Public Library has had them and has curated them for quite some time. And we wanted to get the timeline for that because, you know, the interesting thing is I knew that they had them. I just didn't know how long they had them. Um, these books went to the Boston Public Library in 1894. <laughs> so, so the Boston Public Library has been, has been housing these books since 1894. Mm -hmm. um, in 1927, the Boston Public Library approached the city of Quincy to help with the conservation of the books. And, and they were denied. They were denied. And then, you know, the, the years go on and the Boston Public Library has um, has received monies from the federal government for conservation and has 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 worked on these books for over 100 years. But basically, um, they they had the full books were all uh, fully conserved and in permanent situation. I think um, somewhere in the, in the 70s or 80s, Kevin, um, they asked for additional monies for preservation labs um, conservation labs. There is just, it's, and the whole thing was completed, I think, in 1991. Yeah, so, yeah. I know in 1937, Henry Adams uh, said he was greatly pleased that the Library of John Adams received such consideration as you are giving it in, mm -hmm. to the Boston Public Library. For a long time, it seemed to be thought that it had no value. So, yeah. And it was interesting because there was a, I think there was a time um, in 1966, I think the um, Historical Society wanted to have them brought back. No. The Historical Society is the Adams Academy right now, and it does not have, it's not fire protected. There's a lot of things that would have to happen for these books to come back because the Boston Public Library has done a ton of work for them. Yeah, it's, it looks like they'd have to have a preservation lab and, and hire people. Yeah. So all in all, I mean, at the end of the day, the money that has been secured by the Boston Public Library towards the library collection, and it's an incomplete, like, I have no idea. This is us just researching, trying to figure out how much they have. So this is just, is, is somewhere between, you know, two and two million to two and a half million dollars. And that doesn't include potentially their conservation labs, their salaries, the additional expenses to actually take care of it. Boston's doing that all right now. Quincy's not doing it. Um, but if we were to do this, that would be an additional on top of any building we're building and people that we'd have to hire. It just, it's, it's, 
it's another one of those projects where it comes with a giant caveat at the back end of how much is it going to really cost. Right. And this $9 million for land acquisition, you know, there's a building that's already been speculated. Well, I could talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I know in his his podcasts, uh, or yeah, I think it was his podcast, um, he had mentioned there are early conceptuals already done. It's mm-hmm. a three-story building. Mm-hmm. Um and they want to open up Freedom Park, so they want to build a deck over the train tracks and beautify that park. So, I mean, that's going to be that park is on the cost. other that park is on the other side of um, of the tracks. Yeah, it's, it's a like long, Bird. narrow yeah. park with basically a trail going through it, mm-hmm. and it butts up to the tr- the chain link fence with the tracks. And mm-hmm. sometimes it looks like it's somewhat neglected, but mm-hmm. um, so. That will cost some money. Yeah, well, it costs a lot of money. And the and the other thing is that you know where they're getting. We were, we questioned this before. Like, do they have an architect on staff? And I went and did a little bit of research, and um, they do. They had seventy five thousand dollars just recently in February of twenty twenty one this year. They put seventy five thousand dollars. They um, they allocated seventy five thousand dollars to um, pay for renderings for the library. So, do you plan on seeing that? I do. Tomorrow? I plan, I would love to see it. <laughs> And it's um, it's not tomorrow. It will be Monday because <laughs> oh. you're, you're rushing me through the weekend. I still get another day. Um, it will be um, it will be. And I don't think I, I have no idea. I don't think we're going to see that Monday night. I think that will be. Um, I think it will just be the appropriation for the nine million dollars. Like you know, like CPAs don't usually come with the plans that they're showing. But we'll, so you just vote on it, without knowing or yeah, that's well, we we vote on it with the recommendation of the committee. Of the the conservation committee, um, so we'll we'll see what they say and bring us Monday night. But I'll be questioning that. So yeah, you, you know you don't have to you don't have to vote yes for things. They, they just bring it to you, and and you have to determine what it is. So in this particular case, I'll be looking for the renderings, and I'll be requesting that the city council and my fellow colleagues also look for those renderings because this nine million dollars is going to be another. You know, it's not twenty three million dollars, and we don't have to relocate. You know, right. the good news is we don't have to relocate businesses. But is this the right thing for Quincy to do? But those two buildings that he wants to buy are in a commercial zone, right? Yeah, they're in the yeah, yeah they're in they're in a commercial zone. They could be something else. Um, could be something else. Yeah, and I think there was um, some there was there were some things that they were they were potentially putting there that was also not good for that that was not right. necessarily good for the neighborhood. I didn't like necessarily those. agree with that either. But but my bigger question is is how much is this? What are we talking about yeah. here? And I, I, again, is Quincy in the business of acquiring? properties just to acquire properties or are we in the business to actually take care of the taxpayers of the city of Quincy and show proof that this is the right direction for what we're going to be doing yeah and and with this going to court to get this these books back really make a difference and bring this. in any more tourists or, yeah I mean I think everybody wants to preserve that the Adams Academy yeah but um the Abs Academy has always been something that I'd say, like when we we don't have, you know, if you really want to talk about a home, the National Parks is in the Quincy Presidents Library. The um, the Presidential Place is is where they're located now. They should probably be in the Adams Academy, and that should be a visitor center for people who come to Quincy, and it should be tied in somehow to be able to get people to get to the city of Quincy. So. Um- that's going to be something to watch on Monday. And the budget too, right? Budget's coming in on Monday too, Kevin. So. All right. So um, we didn't do uh, listener mail today. It was yeah, too we had too much stuff to get to, but we'll bring that back next week. I would say everybody tune in yeah. to the link for the Quincy Council meeting and tell us, and then send us some visitor mail yeah. and let us know what you think of that meeting. Yeah, and uh, call your counselors. Yeah, we love to. Hear, I love to hear from you. So keep, I keep calling me. I've had, I've had some great conversations. So thank you so much for calling, and thanks so much, Kevin. Thank you, and we'll see you again next week on City Limits. Bye.